Good evening, Chicago. Happy New Year, everyone. You're listening to Inspirational Perspective. I'm your host, Linnell Harris, Chicago's very own life coach, right here on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. Now, Inspirational Perspective is on your radio with a purpose to help you murder mediocrity in your life and live the best life possible. So in 2016, will you dare to be great? We're two days into the new year, and I got to tell you guys, I'm fired up, man. Now, let me pause and ask that question one more time. In 2016, will you dare to be great? I mean, because seriously, why settle for good when we know that great is available? So we spend a lot of time in 2015 talking about what it takes to be great. And now the question is, will you dare to be great? Will you dare? And also, I want to know, what's your vision for 2016? Do you have one? If you don't, you definitely need to stick with me this hour so we can begin to create that vision. No vision means no destination. And no destination means no movement. No movement causes stagnation and decay. And stagnation and decay typically means that something is dead and we all know that stinks. So it's 2016. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm telling you, I'm hyped for this new year. So many things have changed in my life. 2015 was an amazing year, and I've had a lot of opportunities. And the cool thing about 2016 is that it is the beginning of a lot of great new things. I'll be sharing those things with you guys over the next month. But also, it's the end of a lot of great things that happened in my life. I'll be sharing that with you guys as well. But I can't wait to get started and get set for the new year. And so that you know, tonight's topic, as you know, for 2015, maybe for the last three months of 2015, I spent a lot of time talking about purpose. And I'll talk a little bit about purpose tonight, but I really want to attack how to intentionally create your life in 2016. Because I know a lot of you all have New Year's resolutions, goals that you set for the year. And so how do you intentionally create your life in 2016. And the questions I have for you today are, will you take the dare to be great? And also, are you on autopilot? Or are you living on purpose? Like, are you living your life on autopilot? Or are you living on purpose? And then last but not least, how do you be on purpose and live on purpose? So to start the show, I want to share my favorite quote. I want to share my favorite quote. And that quote is by Zig Ziglar. I shared this quote with you guys before. And I'm going to share it again to kick off the new year. But Zig Ziglar has this quote, and it goes, People often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Now, why would I start the show with that? 
Because what we know is a lot of people are motivated by the new year. A lot of people are motivated about their resolutions and their goals. And I'm telling you that motivation does not last. And the only way to get it to last is you have to constantly feed yourself the inspiration and the motivation that you need for your goals. So tonight I want to take a moment to remind all of you that in order for us to be successful, we have to keep the fire burning. You have to dare to be great. That's one of the reasons why I opened the show saying, hey, do you dare to be great? And in all of us is an untapped source of tremendous power. And that makes us good. Like without even tapping into the power, we can show up good. But why settle for good when we know that we can be great? And great is available to each of us. So don't let the comforts of being good make you content and satisfied and stay still. Because that's where a lot of us end up. I mean, for the most part, we all have good lives. I mean, you might say, well, my life can be better. But what I'm telling you is that you have a good life. Believe me, I've seen bad. And for the most part, most of us have a good life. So until you become... I guess to the point where good is just not good enough and you want to be great, then good is the enemy of great. I mean, at the end of the day, if great is where you want to be, good is the enemy. So why not tell good, thanks for being here, but I'm sorry, you got to go. And I'm telling us to make this commitment in 2016. So take my dare. It's your time to be great. It's your time to really take on the things that you want to take on. And if you need the encouragement, if there's things that you know you want to do and you want to stay motivated, then do what you have to do to take the inputs of motivation, inspiration. I've talked a lot about inputs, outputs. How do you stay motivated? Take the inputs that you need so you can stay motivated Throughout the year. Now, before I get into my main topic, I'm going to share one last thing. And it's in Marion Williamson's book, A Return to Love. It's one of my favorite parts of that book. And in the book, she says, our deepest fear is that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness. That most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant? Who am I to be gorgeous? Who am I to be talented? Who am I to be fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that others won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we liberate from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And that's by Marion Williamson. And I got to tell you guys, I love the excerpt where she says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. 
Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We are all meant to shine. So the question is, will you shine in 2016? And will you dare to be great this year? I say dare because your fear will cause you to shy away from your greatness. It'll make you doubt that your light can really shine. So come on, Chicago. Come on, wherever you are. Who are you not to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Who are you not to be those things? So let's be great this year. Let's be great in 2016. Let's live on purpose and let's be our purpose. And to get started, how do we intentionally create in 2016? So I'm going to start with a call. I got a caller, Andre from the South Side. I'm going to put you on the air. Andre, how are you, man? Happy New Year. Yes, this is Andrew Nelson. You know, I remember my mother teaching me that uh, poem, uh, and I was just thinking about it earlier today. My vision is for Bernie Sanders to be elected president. I want him to uh, choose a black man as his vice president, and I am that man. And you are that man to be vice president. That's right. All right. And I'm guessing you must be in communication with Bernie Sanders at this point? I uh, met Bernie Sanders in April here in Chicago. I regret that I didn't know he was in town about a week ago. I emailed the uh, fellow who's in charge of his campaign in Illinois earlier today. And um, I am confident that we're going to win. Okay. Andre, man, hey, thanks. Thanks a lot. And uh, and uh, thanks for the call, man. And good luck. Good luck with that. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Okay. Well, hey, he's got his vision set for 2016. And uh, hey, at least he's got a vision. It's a lofty one. But hey, got to aim for the stars. Might hit the moon. All right. So the topic again, how to intentionally create your life in 2016. Will you take the dare to be great? Are you on autopilot or are you living on purpose? And how do you be on purpose and live on purpose? And once again, you can call in 773-591-1690 is the number. So here's the deal. I'm beginning to understand why people don't plan. I'm starting to get it. And I'm starting to understand why people don't set resolutions, why they don't set goals. I've heard a lot of different reasons. I think one of the best I heard already is, you know, oh, man, New Year, same old stuff. Why would I do anything different? Well, if you think that way, then your life will probably be that way. I'm sorry, but 2015 was great. My plan is to make 2016 even better. That's where I am. But often, many of us don't plan. We don't set goals. And the reason I believe we don't do that is because we have a strong fear of failure. Now, when I say that, somebody's probably going to get triggered a bit and say, well, I'm not scared of anything. I will take on whatever I want to take on. I'm just not setting any goals. I'm not setting any resolutions. I don't subscribe to that. Okay, that's fine. If you don't set resolutions and you don't set goals, then what do you set? Because I don't care who you are. You have to have some type of milestone and you have to have some type of clarity 
on what it is that you're looking to create in your life. So if you don't want to call it a resolution, I'm cool with that. If you don't want to call it a goal, I'm cool with that. But what I do know is you have to have a milestone. You have to have something that you're saying, I am here today and tomorrow I want to be over there. And I want to be over there by February, by March, whatever it may be. And one of the reasons I believe we don't do that is simply because we are scared. Case in point, when I don't set audacious goals, one of the first places I can check is my fear. Because if we don't have a plan, then we can't disappoint ourselves. I mean, that's what it really comes down to. If I don't have a plan, then I can't be disappointed. And why have a vision if that vision only creates dissatisfaction and regret in the end, right? Like if I set a vision for 2016, I don't hit the vision, then, I mean, I have disappointment and regret to deal with. So why deal with that? I'm better off. I'll just go ahead and, you know, chill out, live my life the way I've been living it. I say, no, that's not right. Actually, I believe it's very wrong because if the regret for sitting still doesn't hit you now, it will hit you later. I can guarantee you that. And it will hit you years from now when you're too old to move or you're preparing to die and you have all these should haves or would haves or I wish I could have. And if we're really trying to live our lives on purpose, on purpose to the extent where we are living in the moment and fully present, then part of the way that we do that is we have to set audacious goals, resolutions, and milestones. So the reason I say to create a vision is because by creating a a vision, then you create a big picture for your life, okay? And when I started, the first thing I asked is, what is your intention for 2016? Another way to ask that is, what's your vision for 2016? And if you don't have a vision, call in and let's create a vision for your life together. I mean, again, I'm a life coach. I would do that. It's that important to me for one person to be on track. But give me a call. Let's do it together. But a vision is the first step towards being intentional about your life. That's the topic tonight. So what's your vision for your life? But not just your life, but for 2016 in particular. I'm reminded there's a, there's a quote that basically talks about setting goals over one year, five years. And one of the things it says is often we grossly overproject what we can do in a year and under project what we can do in five. So again, how to intentionally create your life in 2016. That's the topic. How do we create our lives in 2016? And are you on autopilot or are you living your life on purpose? Now I have a great example for you about what autopilot or being on autopilot is about. And I've talked about this on the show before. And I'm going to cover it again because I think it's it's really pertinent and will help for today's topic as we think about 2016 and what there is for us to take on. Now, I don't know about you guys, but have you ever pulled into a parking lot 
or maybe you pull into the parking lot at work and you realize you don't remember the drive that got you there. Like, has that ever happened to you? I know it's happened to me. Like, I'm pulling in and I'm like, wait a second. Like, I was completely zoned out while while I was driving. I mean, I was completely on autopilot. And maybe it wasn't work for you. You know, maybe you were traveling somewhere that you go fairly often. And you stopped at the stoplights, you signaled to change lanes, and maybe even parked the car without being fully aware of what you were doing. I mean, we drive so often that, you know, we know how to change lanes and move around and stop at lights without really thinking about it. So basically, you were so deep in thought about whatever it is that's coming. Maybe it's a big presentation that you have to deliver, or maybe right now your relationship is contentious at home, or maybe the relationship with a, a coworker is contentious, and you were thinking about that on the way into the drive, on the drive-in, and you drove all the way to your destination on autopilot. Now, most of us have done it. Now, do you recall how startled you were? I don't know about you, but when that's happened to me, I, I kind of get startled. Like, man, wait a second. What's going on? Like, how did I drive all the way to work, and I don't even realize that I, I'm at work now? I've been on autopilot. What's up? And a lot of times, the last time it's happened, like, I literally tell myself, Linnell, you cannot do that. Like, it's dangerous. You can't do that. Because we know that driving on autopilot can potentially be very dangerous. Yet, even with the full knowledge of the potential danger, we still have to work at being conscious when we're behind the wheel. Now, take the autopilot driving experience and compare it to your life. Are you living on autopilot? Like, are you fully engaged in your life? I mean, are you changing lanes in your life without even really thinking about it? Are you stopping at stops in your life without thinking about it, without saying, hey, why am I stopped? Maybe I should be going. Why am I allowing this barrier or this obstacle to be getting in my way? Maybe I should keep pushing. And to be clear, I'm not talking about, you know, you know, the things in our lives that we have to do. I mean, that we must do. I'm talking about the decisions that we make about our lives that have consequences and outcomes. Okay. So when was the last time you set a goal and you set a goal for the day? I'm not even going for the month. You set a goal for the day and you were very clear about it because You know, when we think about being on autopilot, the first thing that probably comes to mind is, you know, we think real far out, long destinations. But tonight, I really want you to think about when are you on autopilot within an hour or when are you on autopilot within a day? And how do we begin to change that? So when was the last time you set a goal for a day? Maybe there's two things you wanted to get done, and then you got them done. And if you haven't done that, then I would challenge you tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow you're off. It's Sunday. I get that. Monday, what are the two or three major things that you want to get done for that day? And then I challenge you to go do them. 
to make those a priority. Don't let what happens on the outside stop you. These are my three priorities. Here are the things that I'm going to get done today. And then watch how much resistance you get. And for that one day, for that one day, imagine if you were able to do that for a week. If you were able to do that for a week, five days, I'm taking out Saturday and Sunday. That means you could get 15 things done that you really want to do. The things that are important to you in your life. When was the last time you set a goal for the month? With the milestone accomplishments for each week that required certain tasks every day. I'm telling you, like this is what it takes because otherwise it's very easy for us to get to the point where we are living on autopilot. Like you are living on autopilot. You're getting up every morning, cooking breakfast, going to work. I'll talk about this a little later. And you're really not doing what it is that you're talking about or that you want to do. So for those of you who are just joining, the topic tonight is being intentional in 2016, living a life that's intentional. And what I'm sharing is often we live our lives on autopilot. And in living our lives on autopilot, we go day to day without truly hitting the things that matter to us the most. So, all right, I got some phone callers here to queuing up. So I'm going to go to Leon. Leon, you're on the air. Happy New Year. Happy New Year and happy, uh, hope you had a good Kwanzaa and all the rest. Absolutely, absolutely. Good. All right. This is, uh, when you were saying call in, if you don't, I got, I have an idea on what I want to do. Um, and I see it, but I don't know if that vision can actually be as soon as I would like it to be. Okay. And I don't know if I'm explaining that right. What I what I plan to do is open up a cultural uh, center for our people. Okay. Which will, uh, you know, we'll have other things that we'll do there, like acupuncture, tai chi, yoga, all the rest, and uh, have herbs and stuff. But that's just part of what I want to do, in addition to making it a place for literacy, making sure we can uh, combat uh, this illiterate problem that we have uh, amongst our people. But That's beautiful, man. I know that I'm going to do this. I want to do it as soon as possible, but by me lacking access to capital, that's really setting me back as far as the reality of me thinking that I know I'm going to do this, I want to do this, this is the reality that I see, and I know it's going to happen. I just can't determine when the universe is going to allow or open that up for me. Well, first, I mean, if capital is what it is that you need, then that would be the, that would be my focus. Okay. I mean, that would be my focus. And, and the cool thing is in the information age, you have a number of different websites and like GoFundMe.com. There's a, a whole, I don't want to go through all of them, but there are a number of different websites where you can get funded. You have a wonderful idea. And so yeah, I was, you know what? I'm familiar with a couple of them, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I could just, I don't know if I want to go that route. I know what okay. you're saying. Right. Just like, um, and then I possibly could and, and probably research that more, mm-hmm. but, uh, and maybe I would be looking for, uh, other avenues, but it just seemed like to me that I don't know if I'd be, um, 
that just don't seem like something likely for me. Well, so oh, to to go through a, a funding website. Yeah. Well, if, if that's not it, then the next best thing I can tell you is to get really clear on your objective and your intended results. I get super clear. Like, what is the experience that you're looking to create with this uh, cultural center? And then what is the measure? Like, how do you know you would have created it? Like, if I do this, then I am ready to uh, like I'm ready to arrive. I'm there. Get really clear on your milestones. You know, so over the year. What would it take for you to actually be opening this place, let's say, November, December, maybe sooner? Or if it's going to take you, uh, you know, 18 months, then maybe it's next year, March, next year, April. But whatever it is, get really clear about when you want this thing to open and then work your way back. And with capital in particular, then you need to find someone who is definitely willing to invest in what it is that you're doing. I tell you what. Titus is on the other side with Greg. I'm going to put you on hold. If you can give them your number, I'll reach out to you later because maybe I can help you a little bit better off there. Okay? Beautiful. That'll work. Thanks, bro. All right, man. Okay. All right. All right. Great call. Leon, it sounds like he's up to something really cool in 2016 that will give back across the board. So thanks for the call, man, and good luck with that. But I'll, I'll be reaching out to you to see if there's something I can, I can help you with. There are a number of people with Capital who I think would be interested and what you're doing if it's laid out properly. That's great. Okay, question again. Are you living on autopilot? Are you living on autopilot? And when was the last time you were deliberate about how you lived out a day? All I'm saying is one day. Deliberate about how you lived out a day. And when was the last time you were deliberate about how you lived out a week? When was the last time? Now, If you planned out every day of the week, if you planned out every day of the week, you know, all seven days, what could you do? I mean, and actually live by it. What could you do? And I'm not telling you to do a whole lot of things. Earlier in the show, I said three things. What are the three things you would need to do every day? And then executing on those things every day for that week. If you were talking about Monday through Friday, that's 15 things that you would have done. If you want to throw in the rest, then you could potentially end up with 21. Yeah, a whole lot. You can get a lot done. Now, the problem is it doesn't work like that for us because we allow other things, other people, and other people's agendas to dictate what it is that we do with our time and what it is that we do with our day. And until you get completely clear about what it is that you want to create in your life, then other people and other agendas and other companies and other bosses will continue to basically dominate your day. Not just your day, your weeks, your months, and your years. So, 2016, you want to be intentional? How are you going to do that? I'm saying start with just one day. Okay, and to be clear, I'm not talking about, you know, the things that you have to do. I know some of you have to go to meetings and I know that some of you have to get on conference calls. I know that. Okay, I'm talking about your personal time, the time that you have to yourself. What are you doing with that time? So when was the last time you planned out your personal time? You know, hey, I typically have 
an hour or two to myself every day, what are you going to do with that? I've had the opportunity to mentor a number of different people. And in mentoring them, often I'll I'll give books to read. I'm like, hey, here's a book that really changed my life. Let's start here. Let's work through the book. And let's say we're meeting once a month. And I've had them come back to me and say, hey, man, I couldn't read that chapter. I didn't have time. I'm talking about over 30, 31 days. All right. I didn't have time. And often what I tell them is it's not that you didn't have time. It's that this wasn't a priority. And unfortunately, it's not that they don't make themselves a priority. It's just that they allow other people to dictate how they use their time. And if you want to have the breakthroughs in your life that you want, then you're going to have to be intentional about your time. And one of the ways you have to do that is you have to figure out how to say no. No, I know I can't do that. I need this hour to read. I need this hour to invest in myself, to take myself to the next level. So when was the last time you set a goal for the month with milestones and accomplishments for each week and then went out and did them? And when was the last time you planned out a year? Because in essence, You know, you look at a year and that's 365 days. Now, that means we're doing three things a day. That's well over a thousand things that you could get done in a year. I mean, so that's a lot. One of the reasons we don't get these things done is because we simply lack the focus and the self-discipline. So when I started the show, I talked about making a New Year's resolution. And I want to share this because making a a New Year's resolution is different from creating a plan to see your resolution through to the end of the year. So maybe you've never created a plan. You've just been going with the flow. And if that's the case, I hope I've startled you just a little bit this evening. I mean, I hope at some point that you're startled by the reality that if you truly want to hit your goals, that you have to have a plan, period. You have to have a plan. So let me talk about the plan just a little bit because – When we think about goals in particular, especially New Year's resolutions, there's research that was done that basically says most New Year's resolutions last 14 days. So that means, I mean, we're two days into the new year, which means we have about 12 days left before people start running out of steam on their brand new goals. And so if you have brand new goals, more than likely by the 15th, the majority of those goals are done. Like you've already abandoned them. And some of you are running up against it already. Day two, you're running up against the resistance. You're like, man, this is harder than I thought it was. And here's one of the fundamental reasons why. Often what we do is we set goals and we create more in our life, more that we want to do, 
But what we don't do is identify the things that we need to take away. So if I want to spend an hour working out every other day of the week, then that means there's an hour of something that I used to do that I have to take away. And so if you want to be successful with that, you have to lay out a plan. Am I going to get up an hour earlier? Maybe that hour of television that I normally watch, I'm not going to do. But in order for you to really execute on the plan, then you have to be willing to identify what it is you want to do, what is the time that it will take, and then how do you take that away? I'll give an example of myself, and then I'm going to take this next call. I've been really thinking about 2016 for a number of different reasons. One reason is because in 2016, I have the beautiful opportunity of entrepreneurship. Like, I don't have to go to a job anymore. December 31st, that stopped. Done. I'm out. So all entrepreneurship at this point, super exciting for me. I'm going to share more about that in the coming weeks, more about my plan. But from, I would say, November through December, I was laying out the plan for what my days will look like. What time will I get up? What will I do when I get up? How long will it take? How long will it take me to be at the gym? What time will I start working? Like really being thoughtful because that's what it takes if you want to execute on your goals. So I'll I'll share this, and then I'm going to take the caller. Planning is probably one of the most important things that you can do. Because in having a plan, you begin to address the things that we do not plan for. I'll give you an example. None of us plan to be unhealthy. No one plans to get sick. No one plans to have a financial struggle. No one plans to create a bad habit that they can't kick. No one plans to be unhappy. No one plans to be a joke. No one plans to be just a little bit short. And no one plans to get broke. Yet it happens. It happens because people like you and I every day don't have a plan. And it continues to happen because we continue to not plan. We just wake up every day on autopilot. And then when calamity hits, we don't have a plan. So what I'm saying ultimately is living on autopilot won't get you anywhere worth being. It won't. And so my question to you is, are you awake yet? Are you awake well, with that, I'm going to go to uh, Gino. Gino, Happy New Year, brother. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. Happy New Year to you and your lovely wife. Appreciate that. Glad to catch you when I'm able to. Things have been uh, very interesting this past year. And, uh, you know, something you just said reminded me of a story that uh, a noted speaker had wrote. Uh, he said, I'm trying to think of the gentleman's name, but he said he was talking to one of his mentors, and he said, if I had more money, I'd have a better plan. And the man said, no, if you had a better (laughs) plan, you'd have more money. Nice. (laughs) I like that. um, That was Jim Rohn. Uh Uh-huh. The great Jim Rohn. Yes. And uh, I was listening to you, and as you know, I was one of your teachers back in the day. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not a young man, but I'm definitely not old. And something had come to my mind. 
that unfortunately a lot of times people get to a certain age in life and they decide, well, you know, my that time's passed for me. You know, I'm I'm headed toward my retirement or whatever, and they don't try anymore. Mm. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm not dead yet. Mm-hmm. I'm still living. I think about a friend of actually yours and mine, Jerry Rogers. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, if yeah. you told Jerry Rogers, I'm going to email you, he said, okay, I'll be looking for it. Well, if you tell him I'm going to text you, I'm going to Facebook you, he said, okay. Yep. Now, that may not sound significant, but for those who are listening, Jerry Rogers is 90 years old, and he stays current. Now, isn't he? He's 94, 93. No, he just turned 90. Just turned 90. Okay, I thought he was he older. All right, I'm, I'm yeah. dating him with my, my grandmother's 94. I'm right, sorry. Right, right. Okay. Exactly. All right. Yeah. And... I mean, he is current. He keeps up with what's going on around him. And he's not as fast as he used to be, obviously not as young, but he's not dead and he's letting you know mm-hmm. I'm not dead yet. Now, I'm nowhere near his age, but I wanted to do some things this year that I didn't do last year. So I didn't wait for New Year's to set a resolution. I just picked a day and set a resolution. I was going to attack things that hindered me from living with a purpose on purpose. Mm. Wow. That's what I was noticing. So I started, I just, I think I messaged you. I had just started my blog. Oh, wow. Great. Hey, man, yeah. what, so yeah. what is it? What, what's the, uh, uh, where can we go? Uh, you can go to this blogger and goodhusbandone.blogspot.com. Uh-huh. Or if you just look up Irresistible Husbands on Facebook, you'll find the uh, the attachment there. You'll find it. So Irresistible a Husband yes. on Facebook. Yeah, if you look up Irresistible Husbands on Facebook, you'll find where the blog spot is. Okay, and I think I follow that page already, so I should be able to get to the blog spot yes, from there. Yes, okay. I've already written a couple of articles on listening. So well, my goal is to actually teach on uh, relationship building and things of that nature. And so, I mean, you know what my goal is. And so I yep. purposed it. I was going to try to get this done this year. So I started making my moves last year. At the end of last year, I started making my moves. And you can't let, as Zig Ziglar would say, you can't let your music, no, it was, it was Les Brown, don't let your music die in you. That's right, yeah. Don't let your music yeah. die in you, yeah. Don't let, you die, let your music die in you. And I think it was Les Brown that said most people die at the age of 21 but have their funerals much many years later mm. because we, we stop trying. We, we, we give up on our dreams, and we give up on our purposes. And then we see somebody else do it and say, you know what? I had that thought 10 years ago. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah, man. I've done that. And we are our biggest problem, and we have a victim mentality. We can't do it. And I, I listen to you, man. I'm listening. I knew that guy as a boy. <laughs> I know my little guy, look at him living yeah. his dream. Hey, so, so for those of you who don't know Gino and I his, history, Gino was my Sunday school teacher. I think, and you taught junior church too. Yes, I did. In the church I grew up in. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> your, your mom helped me along as a young man. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just really good to hear you actually doing uh, what you're doing. And I'm really excited about you for your announcement about being able to punch your own clock. That's oh, man. Crazy. I'm I'm super excited about it. I'm super you know, I, excited. Mm-hmm. That's great. I love the topic because what we don't want to do is we don't want to get into the habit of, like what you were saying, everybody's done that. 
mm-hmm. don't know how you got where you got, but you know you got there because you're putting on autopilot, thinking about all the problems and the issues in your life, and you can't do anything about it from where you are right now because you're driving. Everybody's done that. Right. What they tell us to do on my job because I'm a driver for a living is stay in the moment. Yeah. Be in the moment. Absolutely. And that's what I, I try to live that as best I can. And that is something that we, we put so many parameters around ourselves. We box ourselves in and we keep our own self from our own dream. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen to me. So, you, hey, you keep up the good work, young man. You keep it up. Right. I'm enjoying the show tonight. Thank you, Gino. I appreciate that, man. Sure. Happy New Year. Tell your lovely wife I say Happy New Year as well. I certainly will. And I'll tell you this. I'm, I'll let you go. But thank you. Renee had written a book. She got it going. She went and got a doctorate. She started her own career. This is all last year. She just decided, I'm doing it. It's going to all happen this year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, she did it. And so she's got it going. And That's uh, wonderful. And, wh- and what's the name of the book? Can we get it on Amazon? Sure, you can. What's it's the name of the book? How to Walk on Water. How to, that's right. I saw that. And you know what? I haven't picked it up yet. I need to do it. Yeah, it's got good life lessons. It's got good things in it. And stuff that you're familiar with and just basic practical living. Okay. Well, look, hey, Gino, thanks so much, man. And happy new year to you and your wife. Definitely yeah. appreciate the phone call. Same to you. Bye-bye. Yep. Hey, I'll tell you, Gino is a, a great guy. It, go out to the page. You married men out there, you know. He's not just saying irresistible husband and trying to teach us how to do something he hasn't done. He's been married for a long time. I should have asked him why he was on the, on the air. I remember when he got married. I was a teenager, so that means he's been married a long time, long time. And, you know, hey, I'm a new husband, six months in, so I could use the help. <laughs> so I'll, I'm, I like the page already, and I'm definitely looking forward to your blog posts and anything else you're doing, Gino. Let me know. How I Can Help. His wife just wrote the book, How to Walk on Water. Check that out. Very inspirational couple. Very inspirational. Okay. we got five minutes left to the show. And I want to end on this note. So we've been talking about being on autopilot. I didn't get everywhere I wanted to go tonight. That's okay because we do this every weekend. But here's the deal. I'm not asking you all for money tonight. Okay, I'm not doing that. It's not Sunday morning. I'm not asking you for money and I'm not even asking you for your firstborn. I'm just asking you to be engaged in your life. That's what I'm asking you to do. That's what I'm passionate about. And that's my purpose. I'm asking you to be engaged in your own life. Be deliberate about how you live. I'm asking you to disengage the autopilot and to come off cruise control. And yeah, it's going to take some work. No doubt. It's going to take some work. But 2016 is the perfect year for you to start creating your plan for how you're going to live your life. And my question to you is, are you in? Are you in to be engaged in your own life? Are you in to come off cruise control and be deliberate about your own life? Because if you are, then it's time to get to work and it's time to create your plan. Get to work and create those resolutions. And yeah, you may fall down once or twice. You might mess up. But what matters most is not the battles you lose, but the war that you can win. So I'm telling you, this year, 2016, resolve to live this year on purpose. Resolve to live your life based on 
your purpose. It's time to come off cruise control, y'all. And it's time to take the wheel of your life. And the very first way to do that is if you don't know your purpose, then to identify your purpose, get clear on the purpose of your life. If you don't know your purpose, that's your number one priority. That's your number one priority. I can't say it enough. So be intentional in 2016. Dare to be great. Come off autopilot. Come off cruise control. Be on purpose and live on purpose. And that, my friends, is the show this evening. So Chicago, it's been real. Thank you all for listening. 